everybody, and welcome to episode 32 and 33. No. Hello, everybody, and welcome to It's Not Friendship Island. My name is Brendan. I'm Sarah. And today we're talking about episodes 32 and 33 of Love Island UK Series 10. Which is pretty much week five, part two, but... The first part was Casa, so, you know, you'll get it. You'll pick it yeah. up real quick, I believe. This is the fourth episode you get of us this week, <laughs> yeah. which is pretty crazy. And next week, guess what? The gifts just the keep gift. on giving. We're, we're not going to stop because movie night is Sunday, and you're going to get an extra episode just for movie night because it's got to be so juicy. I can't wait for... Yeah, what are we supposed to wait until Wednesday? To talk about to movie tell night? the people how we feel about movie night? No, you, you guys want our juicy ASAP. little juice. <laughs> you guys want our juice, right? Ew. <laughs> Take my juice, guys. <laughs> hey, real quick, if you haven't already, do two things for me, please. Can I have two things? Just two little things from you. Can you follow us on Instagram at Not Friendship Island Pod? It's uh, right in the bio right there. Please. I'm pointing down. You can't see, but it's right there. Mm-hmm. Also, if you could rate and review us, that would be so sick. It would be so cool of you, to um, be honest. That would be awesome. So please do that. That would help us out a tremendous amount. Um, anything else we want to talk about? Hmm. No. Okay. Then let's <laughs> talk about the thing that we talk about. Let's talk about the thing. So episode 32 begins the same night as the recoupling and the first chat we really see is Catherine sitting with scott and this was a doozy (laughs) so she says that she did not appreciate the way that she felt he spinned what he said at the recoupling spun Spun. (laughs) i can't do this and she tells him you have no idea what i based any of my choices on and At first, in this first conversation, she kind of plays the card that bringing Ellen back is giving her more time to figure out, to figure things out. And I say that narrative is done. It's canceled. We're done with it. I hate when girls come back and think like when they bring back a guy, it's fine. Mm -hmm. This is all because of freaking Tanya. Tanya. These girls think that they can bring back a guy and it will all be chill. She even says in this that Scott's still her number one. But guess what? She does not. That's a one-time deal that she says that. She loses that line the second she realizes he's not apologizing right now. Yeah. And I know that, like, um, women and men alike in the, the villa say, like, something about tests you know but i feel like this has kind of become the girl's version of like it was a test the like i needed more time to figure it out type of thing and i even said that like these girls freaking hate the word test until they're standing (laughs) in a room full of scantrons (laughs) and then guess what they're pretty okay with scantrons yeah oh that's like the the... abcd (laughs) (laughs) stupid It was not standardized stupid. testing, right? That's what it's called. Those scantrons are just those long. Remember in school, yeah. isn't that what you would fill in for like your standardized yeah. testing thing? Yeah, probably. I don't know if they were just for that. Maybe they were. Anyways, I don't know. 
Yeah, it's just I feel like that's what it's become for the ladies. Mm-hmm. Like they're kind of need, it doesn't for it. mean it doesn't mean anything. I just needed more time. Um, kind of does mean something. Yeah, unfortunately, with the way the show is, the Casa recoupling is such a big thing that like you bringing someone back is a bigger statement than you saying you needed more time. It just is. Right. The statement of you bringing somebody back and having your partner stand there single, it just is too powerful to ignore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, Scott says, there's no time. You've chosen to go with him and it's done. And she's mad at him for being upset, which is crazy, right? Yeah, she... Okay, everyone is annoying and sucks in this episode. No, not everyone. Can I finish the sentence? You said everyone. I was going to (laughs) say... I was going to say, there is a one ray of sunshine in this dark, dark world of post-Casa. And it is this, the the Whitney and Locken couple. Honestly, also kind of Abby and Mitch. Yeah, I mean, they're just not even like a factor, really. You just mm-hmm. see them make out in bed and that's it. And I gotta be honest, I'm kind of happy for him. Yeah, good. She says, Catherine says that he was given the grace to get to know others and all this stuff. And he says, okay, well, did you kiss Alum and Casa? And she says, yes, twice. He's like, okay. That's done because like that's not the same thing as me getting to know somebody. He, Scott, thus far hasn't his whole getting to know someone thing hasn't been kissing them to figure it out the way it has been for Sammy. Right. And again, he even bring this up. It's different to be. Listen, they didn't close anything off. So like she didn't do anything wrong. I agree. But her getting mad at him for being upset though is a little bit right. much. It's a, it's yeah, it's a bit like, oh no, I don't know how to deal with being I don't know how to deal with the fact that I made him upset, so it's mm-hmm. like his fault. Yeah. But he made a good point where he's like, me getting to know several people as soon as I walk in as a bombshell is not the same as you getting to know, bringing back a guy that you kissed multiple times in casa. Mm-hmm. It's just and like a different thing. Yeah. And it kind of is. I, I think it is, too. Scott has kissed one person. Catherine. Catherine. Unless they're, I mean, except in a challenge, I'm sure. Like yeah. In a game. And he says, clearly, he was much further along with things than she was or than he originally thought. And she tells him, no, you weren't. Like, what How do you she ta- say that? Yeah. Even like let's say that let's say that it's not true. Let's say that he was lying or he um or like maybe he's being too emotional about it in the moment and he really wasn't and his pride is just hurt, right? Mm -hmm. Who is she to say no you were Right. Like are you saying (laughs) that he was lying about not you think he his feelings weren't genuine, or are you trying to say that you had more feelings than he did? I think she's trying to say that he wasn't genuine. That's how I I mean either way he was kind of proven wrong when he was up there alone and not really got to know anyone in casa right yeah yeah i don't know he would have come out of casa movie night looking clean as a whistle you know what i mean Mm -hmm. there but there would be no casualties Mm -mm. on that one at all and then Catherine does a really annoying thing where she starts she tries to get whitney involved in the fight and then everyone else who's around because he said he tries to say that you know, what he did getting everyone involved at the fire pit and everything, he did that for her. And I don't think that's fair. I think what he should have said is I did that for us, for right. us as a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And Catherine is like, that's not true. You didn't do that for me. You didn't do that for me. Whitney, did Scott do that for me? Whitney is like frozen. She's like, oh, my God. I did not want to be involved. I was just walking by. Whitney was so funny. She goes, we control our anger. We don't talk like this. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Mama Whitney. I love her so much. Y'all should. Y'all. Y'all are so lucky that you have Whitney in there. <laughs> or what? You or what would be its Lord of the fucking flies in that bitch? <laughs> we need at least one person who's emotionally intelligent. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm so glad. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad that she has Lockin. Because mm-hmm. I think he is the perfect man Lockin, for her. Please don't turn your head, babe. I don't think he will. He just seems know. like a like a genuinely nice guy. He does. Like but... I like I was thinking. They flirt You're later so in, in this episode. I am. <laughs> the, the, later in this episode, they were talking. And he, just like the way he talks, mm-hmm. just remind like, well, it doesn't remind me of anything specific, but like, it just makes me think that he's like outside of the villa, outside of the context of being on a TV show. Mm-hmm. He seems like a really like the kind of guy who would be like, oh, you need help? Let me go help you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like who would like do the dishes at a at a party or something, you know? My father-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> How did you feel about Catherine starting this fight and trying to get everyone else involved? Uh, it's funny because what Catherine does whenever she gets any sort of pushback is mm-hmm. saying, no, you're not hearing me. When, yeah. in fact, he did address exactly what you said. He just doesn't agree with he it. He just doesn't agree with it. And that doesn't mean he wasn't hearing you. It just means he doesn't agree with it. And it means that you have no rebuttal for it. Right. So, yeah, I and the, the whole fact that he tried to bring or she tried to bring Whitney in was like, you're you're asking something that cannot be proven. No, absolutely. What does Whitney know? Yeah. Even if Whitney shares the same opinion as it's, you. It's just an opinion. How does it solidify? Like, we're not arguing even... over facts here. But the thing is, the thing that sucks is that Scott has already been labeled somebody untrustworthy by a lot of them. So, you know, if she was to do the whole, uh, you know, when Harris last time said yeah. something like, let's get everyone over here and ask if I'm immature. You know, if she did mm-hmm. that whole like, let's ask everyone right here if you did that for me or if you did that for yourself. You know, most people I would, be would like, probably be man, against come him. On. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. Which, but honestly, it's so hard because there's more times throughout this when I'm like, is there just something we're not seeing about Scott? There are people that don't trust him, and I I just don't understand why. Yeah, and there was something I picked up on a little bit, too, when he, like, the second chat, he was to talk to her, and Montel said something. Oh, Montel, like, laughs at him for even, like, pulling Whitney. And I was like, man, no one likes him, huh? No, Montel was always, remember, Montel's the first one who brought it up to Whitney when he was like, do you think that Scott's Mm. genuine? So he's always been in that camp. Okay. I just don't get it. I I don't understand it. But after the chat in a talking head... Catherine says that the way Scott has acted has solidified her choice. It's, you know, she's already said multiple times that she lives life with no regrets and she has no regrets. So, I mean, she thinks that, you know, Scott's actions in this chat have really, you know, solidified for her that she's done the right thing in bringing Ellen back. Okay. I I mean, I don't see where that came from, but I also think it was just like an excuse yeah maybe maybe to herself she was always like no matter what i'm always gonna be like oh this is what solidified it for me yeah but whatever i mean it's fine 
Like I said, I don't think she did anything wrong. No, I think she I agree. acted shitty. I agree, one hundred percent. She, but, they were not locked down. I think it is fine that she brought somebody back. I, I felt sad for Scott in the moment, but if she had had, you know, any type of empathy for him, like I think the public's feelings of Catherine at this point might be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But you know, that is what it is. Yep. Next, we see uh, Katie sit with Zach. And Katie asks if Zach and Molly are like a done deal now. She's like, are you 100% with just Molly? And while he doesn't say that, he does without saying it. You know what I mean? He says that things are good. He didn't expect to see her again. Like, that's what he wants to continue um, moving towards. She says that she could have brought a boy back to be safe from Casa, but she... Easily. She easily could have brought a boy. What do you disagree with that? No, because you're you're in the position of power. Yeah. Anyone could, but like the fact that I I just feel like she like for her own pride need to be like oh I easily could have brought back a boy, maybe yeah, a fucking nineteen year old with a fucking hair flip <laughs> or a, a freaking clown man. I <laughs> there were still more men there. There was one other guy. There was one other. Who guy. was it? Exactly. <laughs> I don't remember. Exactly. Who was it? I don't know. I don't remember either. <laughs> oh, Zachary. Oh, fake teeth Mc five two. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't read Katie saying that that way. I thought it just sounded to me like she was stating it as a fact. Because I mean, I agree that that is just the fact. But you know, she says even with getting to know the Casa boys, she was still just most interested in continuing to get to know Zach. So mm-hmm. that's where that ends. And then we see Montel and Leah chat. And Leah asks him to tell her what happened with Tink in Casa. And he says he's not the type of person to be pressured into something. Yeah, he, he's <laughs> really funny because he simultaneously blamed the boys and also uh-huh. said, I'm not the guy to, like, be swayed. Right. You know, mm. I mean, you were, but okay. You were, and, and also so easily too. Like <laughs> he's like, I don't want to, and they're like, do it, and you're like, okay, <laughs> I see your point. Um, yeah, I think it, <laughs> like the fact that he immediately blamed the boys, and then spent the rest of the sentence saying how not he's not look. easily manipulated. Yeah, she asks what happened in bed, and he says she was just touching me, and then she says, so no sexual things happened. And then he's kind of like, mm, what do you mean sexual things? Yeah, it was very much R. Kelly when he's on that 60 Minutes uh, episode. <laughs> Define teenage. Oh, no. But he says no. And I I don't. Do you believe him? Kind of. You know, I'm always skeptical of the the. I'm just saying, if there's 20 cameras in a bedroom. And they pick the one that, like, obscures the view the most. That's suspect. I don't think it obscured the view the most. I think they were under the covers. I don't think that there was a... I don't remember, but I also don't... I don't know. I haven't seen anyone fuck on this, this show oh in God, fucking I... three years. They so. don't show it anymore. They don't even, That's like... why I don't believe it. I understand, but... I don't know. I am a little bit suspect. I think they left it a little bit murky so that even we are wondering up until we get to um, movie night. Um, Montel tries to make it seem like they're like his and Leah's issue here is like no big deal. He's like, 
it's like looking around at the villa of like Catherine screaming at Scott and Ellen Tyree crying and all mm-hmm. this stuff. He's like, listen, a lot of people have it a lot worse than us. And Leah's like, well, people are at different stages. Yeah. <laughs> Leah's so, she's like so level headed and nice. Yeah. Like no matter what. Yeah. She's, I, I'm glad you're coming around. On oh my God. <laughs> I can't do this. Ugh. Next, we see a chat between Sammy and Jess. And he says her being gone made him realize things. And he kind of gets down to it in terms of like saying what happened. And he says he kissed Gabby and that they did share a bed, but no cuddling. And at first in this chat, I was like, I didn't hear him say that he also kissed Amber, but he was in the same. Later, he does say like Jess reiterates to somebody that she knows he kissed two people. So I must have missed it. Yeah. He was like, Um, yeah, I kissed Gabby and Amber. He said it like all in one sentence with a wide open mouth, so it was kind of hard yeah, to Yeah, not it. wide open, through teeth, uh, kind uh, of. Yeah. Uh, Jess says that she kind of expected it after everything they've gone through, which is kind of sad, um, and that she was open to the boys and got to know them, but no kissing. And next we see Ella and Tyreek chat. Whew. It starts out with her apologizing, which I know you weren't sure if she does, but she did. And she says she knows it would be shocking for him uh, to see her come back. And she says she, you know, she said this a million times. She did not expect Uzi to be there. And she never thought that she would be the one to turn her head. And she says that she has not been open, which is not exactly the case. Um, But that she's had doubts because of things he has said and done before Casa. So she apologizes and says she knew that it would be shocking for him to see her walk in and be with Uzi. She says again that she did not expect Uzi to be there and she never thought she would be the one to turn her head. She says that she has not been open, but that she has had doubts because of things he has said and done before Casa. Tyreek says he did not do anything in Casa outside of a challenge. He tells her how happy he was when he got the text that Casa was over and that she was going to be coming back. So he's laying it on pretty thick. And I'm not even saying that he doesn't feel that way, but he tells her you had loyalties. And she says, I have not been disloyal to you. And he's like, I simply don't understand how you can say that. <laughs> uh, it's so hard because like. I'm on his side at this point. I'm a, I am on his side at this point. And I just wish even with what we know now and with them, you know, like forgiving each other and moving forward and everything. Spoilers. Oh, my God. They Hopefully you watched the episode. Maybe maybe they like us so much that they they want to get all their info from us. And they don't even watch the show. Yeah. They just watch the show through the lens of us. I wonder how that would be. I guess we can ask my husband. <laughs> um, but I know it's so hard because, like, she didn't do anything with Uzi that, that, was, that was that bad, right? She was definitely cuddling and being a lot closer than Tyreek would ever want her to be with them being closed off. It's just the fact that she brought him back. And I do agree at this point that she has been a bit disloyal in doing that. And like the, the only thing I can think of is that she was convinced that he would have been disloyal. She was so convinced. And I mean, that's why she brought him back, which is just such horseshit. Right. Because there was no like universe where she was like, oh, he 
he may or may not have, but I'll bring him back and we will like, you know, get, you know, I'll get to know him while still getting to be with Ty. Like there's no way she thought that. Yeah. She has to know that was never going to happen. It was all like bet hedging. Yeah. Which is, I wish that the Casa couplings weren't like that anymore. I mean, but that's what what, what India and Dammy. I know, right? and yeah, because and, she's like, I know that fucker's gonna bring someone back, and he did. Yeah, I just wish it was still the like. Listen, it's a gamble, and you gotta take it, and it is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not just like oh, it doesn't matter. But he says that if it was the other way around, he never would have heard the end of it, which is true. If she stood there single while he came back with a girl, absolutely. And he says he's never had feelings for someone the way he's had for her. She says that seeing him sit there by himself has confirmed everything and that every doubt she's had is gone. He tells her, you don't get it. It's done. (laughs) I wish he would have carried this energy through. I wish they both just would have been able to move on. It would have saved me a lot of screaming at your television. I know. He says, you've taught me so much about myself, and now I know that's been for nothing. Which is like, <laughs> dude, <laughs> that's not necessarily, if you learn so much about yourself, yeah, like, just internalize that and then keep it for the next one. Tyreek? There's no chance that was going to happen. <laughs> I know, but, like, how do, you, how do you be like, wow, I've grown as a person, and just to spite you, I'm going to get, I'm going <laughs> to ignore all of it. I think he that's only, crazy. He's, he turned on petty mode. We watched... We watched a flip. We watched a switch flip. I was, it was about to mo- say it. It was m- more than a petty. A flip switch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying things backwards. Okay, Don't okay. worry about it. We it 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 crossed the line from petty to like yeah cruel yeah to multiple that's what people. He- that's what he wanted though. Yeah. He did- I don't think he wanted to just seem mm-hmm. petty. I think he wanted to be cruel. Yeah. He says that we'll he hopes it was worth it. He wishes her the best, and he walks away. And I do feel bad for Ella after this chat because I do, like, even though she's made the wrong call and, listen, she took the wrong bet, I I believe her in, like, her saying, like, all of my doubts were gone. You know what I mean? Like, she knew that she fucked up and that she did the wrong thing. Even though, for whatever reason, these people can't just live and say that they have a regret about something. Dude, Um, it's, it's my, it's, like, such a big character flaw. (laughs) <laughs> in my eyes yeah and listen i everyone knows i'm the perfect human so i <laughs> uh right. my house is very much not glass uh-huh. so i throw a lot of stones right but uh like the when people say oh i don't regret it because this this and this but i wish it didn't happen like it's okay to just regret things. I you regret can, a lot of things. You could see the regret on Ella's face the second she walked out and saw Tyreek there. Uh-huh. She doesn't need to say she doesn't regret it. We can see it. Mm-hmm. But I do feel bad for her. Like, she looks so upset, but she's lying in the bed that she shit in. Mm-hmm. So, like, what can one do? Stinky little sheets. Indeed. Throw them in the washer. <laughs> Throw them get, in the washer. Get your spare out of the linen closet. <laughs> Um, and then it's bedtime. One time. Okay. <laughs> one on. time. Uh, this is so unrelated, but I was thinking about cleaning. You bed. were thinking about dirty sheets. Go ahead. So one time I was, uh, when I had a roommate still, uh, 
he was seeing this girl and then they broke up and then one night uh she got drunk and called him and was like you need to come pick me up or whatever i don't know what happened (laughs) but she ended up drunk and he picked her up and like they were arguing or whatever and then they ended up at the apartment and there he's just like whatever let's just go to bed and they were in bed did she shit in the bed she pissed in the bed (laughs) it was like a saturday night and i remember because i woke up on sunday i was like why does this whole place smell like bleach and i look in his room and he's just like scrubbing and he's like did you wake up last night did you hear anything I was like, yeah, I did. Did you Wh- wake up hearing someone pissing the bed? <laughs> no, because you had to pass my bedroom door <laughs> to get to his uh-huh. bedroom. <clears throat> is this your last apartment? This is my last okay. apartment. So uh, I heard him like whisper arguing with someone. <laughs> and I was like, he's probably just on the phone. And then I fell back asleep. There's and- probably not a girl pissing in his bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, she fucking showed up. That's what it was. She showed up drunk at the apartment. Oh, he didn't pick her up. He she didn't just pick showed her up, up there. Yeah. She and just... y'all don't lock your fucking doors. <laughs> well, I think she was like calling him. She was outside or something. She's like, I'm she not leaving. I'm... Whatever. I don't remember what. <laughs> don't say don't say I don't lock my doors. Lock the your fu- door. <laughs> this is a lesson. Uh, lock your doors. But yeah. And she, he goes, "We." I just said, go to bed. And we were sleeping. And then she tried to like do something and i was like no you're drunk and i don't like you anymore just go to sleep and then he woke up in her piss was she still there uh yeah in the piss yeah by the time i woke up she was gone oh my god (laughs) and i was like this uh so ella (laughs) (laughs) oh that's terrible i know maybe i shouldn't have told that story you said no names that's true. I've only ever had one roommate, though. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Other than my mom. <laughs> Could have been her. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. Could have been my mom's <laughs> ex-girlfriend. Um. Anyways, can we get to bedtime now? Yeah, just don't piss at it. <laughs> okay. I will not do that. Um, so Zach and I actually agree about something at bedtime and he says that he does not understand Ella's thoughts here and that she just has to own it. Mm hmm. Zach and I on the same page. Can you believe it? Yeah. You posted that meme where <clears throat> you were, it was like, Catherine's doing what Ella should be doing and Ella's doing what Catherine should be doing. I know. But he also taught and they talk about him and Mitch talk about how good looking Uzi is. I'm pretty sure they even say he's dreamy, mm-hmm. which I think is cute. And then Zach calls himself the... Pangist. Pangist? Yeah. Oh, see, my problem is that I looked up... I thought he said prangist, <laughs> which did... Listen. What does that mean? Well, give me a second. I'm getting there. Okay. When I tried to look it up, it can't, I found a Love Island uh, vocabulary article. Oh, okay. So praying is a thing. To feel prangy is to feel anxious, paranoid, and scared. So I was like, I guess I don't understand what he means at all. So you tell me, because I'm assuming you looked up the correct term. I just knew it. Oh. <laughs> I just knew it. I just knew it. Pang, like when you're paying or you're panging, that just means you're you're sexy. You're hot. I have you're, never heard that. It's British. Okay. It's British. I, I don't want to brag, but I know some British slang. You what's, know, pang. What's the crack? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, apparently that's Scottish. 
They stole it. What's the crack? <laughs> I think sorry, I think guys. I know Scottish. we got some UK listeners. <laughs> we have quite a few um, listeners in Ireland, by the way. Which one? What? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it just said Ireland. Well, I'm just an ignorant American. Okay. <laughs> God save the queen or fuck the queen. Whichever one you are, we are too. <laughs> the queen's dead. Right? Yeah. There was a... There's so a, there's really no need. <laughs> there was a soccer game in uh, Northern Ireland. Uh-huh. And they just started singing Vicky's in a box when she died. Vicky? Like Queen Victoria. Mm. They just kept Victoria? Singing. Yeah. Are you sure that was the queen's name? Oh, no. Lizzie. Sorry. <laughs> Lizzie's in a box. <laughs> They were saying, I'm an ignorant American and I know that. In a box, in a box, Lizzie's in a box. That was funny. Kind of a banger. Kind yeah, of a panger? Ooh. <laughs> kind of a, I don't know. There's like 50,000 Irish people screaming that and that was fun. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. Um, we see Alla breaking down in the dressing room telling the girls that her and Ty are done. And then shortly after, Ty sees her in the bathroom before bed and he hugs her and he says, you've made a decision if you and you have to stand by it. And he's like holding her face, like caressing the side of yeah, her Yeah, I didn't face. like this. And she asks him, she's like, are you serious? Like, do you mean this? And he says, I physically cannot go back. Like, I can't do it. I cannot go back there with you. He says, no matter how many feelings I have for you and I do still care, like I still care about you. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, so I'm it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what I thought when I saw it. I mean, who's mm-hmm. who's going to act that way? And then living with a person for another probably three, four weeks, going to, you know what I mean? Like, there's no chance that he's going to just fuck her off now after that. Mm-hmm. He showed his hand. <sighs> and this <laughs> is where everyone starts sucking. <laughs> Well, we see all of our single islanders in the single beds in an uh, in an extra room because I was wondering how the hell they were going to like fit They're the all these smallest people. beds I've ever seen. They're very small beds. And we see Locken and Wick get a little kiss and cuddle at night. Mm-hmm. Love to see it. And we see Tyreek just sitting up in bed, just like staring. It's kind of creepy. Honestly. Yeah. Night vision. It was kind of creepy. <laughs> Those kind, kind, soulful eyes at night with night vision. Not the same. Mm -mm. In the morning, we get a bunch of debriefs because we have so many people and like they have really separated them. There's the single islanders, the Casa boys, the Casa girls, the original girls, the original boys. Like all of those are like separate debriefs that are happening. Ty says that he's putting a bit of a front up today to stay positive and he doesn't know how to feel. Jess asks if he means that it's the end and he says he doesn't know, but he needs time and he thinks he likes her too much. And he does realize that it's an ego thing that's kind of holding him back from being able to, like, forgive her and move forward. Which is, you know, more self-awareness than I expected. So, yeah, he the thing is, I do think that Ty is self-aware. I just think there are moments when he doesn't care mm-hmm. he just wants to be cruel yeah no matter how much he knows that he's being cruel because his ego is yeah and i think he thinks because he's self-aware about it that like it's that's chill. okay yeah but it's not <laughs> not it's, really one would argue it's worse <laughs> one would would you I, i'm i am the one <laughs> i am the one the one who plays a gun who don't need a gun to get respect on the streets what are you saying 
I'm from the son, the bastard son, and family. Hey, if you guys know that song, DM <laughs> us on Instagram. How could anybody know that song? It's a. It was a very popular song. Okay, maybe you just did a bad job. I don't know. <laughs> I did a spot on job. Okay. Anyways, Whitney tells Ella that she just needs to apologize and move forward. We see Uzi, obviously very confused and not sure what to think because so far no one has spoken to him. He's like, dude, him. no one's talked to me. <laughs> um, Ella and Whitney tell Catherine that they are so, so glad that she is with Alum and that he is just so much better suited than Scott. What Everyone hates Scott. And Scott just has a bruised ego and he needs to get over it. And I like what that's why I'm like, what are we not seeing? Must be something like I know, like, because one thing Catherine said when she was in Casa was like, he cares too much about what other people think. The only instance we've seen of it has been him um, deciding to get all the Islanders together to um, face what he knows that they were whispering about. Mm hmm. I don't but but they were whispering about something about how they don't fuck with him. Correct. So which, I don't know what we've seen or what we haven't seen. But it's so frustrating. I just to hear everyone not like him and have no idea why, because we like Scott in this house because we have no reason not to. Right. Yeah. But I'm skeptical because I am so confused. Who knows, man? I don't know times like these it just makes me want to sammy says he was so glad to see jess and to see her come back alone he does say that he feels for amber because she's in kind of a shit position now but he's still gonna give it over but of course he's gonna give her the time of day <laughs> like what are you talking about <laughs> like i feel bad for her that i'm still gonna try to fuck her but... <laughs> um and then leah tells ella catherine and whitney about what montel had said and how her whole issue with it is really him not taking accountability and kind of like brushing it off and saying like he was pushed into it by the boys, even though he also tried to say he wasn't. But. Right. Which I love. The f <laughs> that's what she's stuck on because that's what I'm stuck on, too. Yeah. Like, good for you for like. It was like very much the same with um, Jess from mm -hmm. last season and Farmer Will. Oh. Right. What about them? Where. He kept on, like, trying to say other things, and she was very good at, like... Steering. Steering him back to, like, yeah. the actual issue. Yeah. But, you know, what you gonna do? Agreed. That's the end of the debriefs. And, um... I'm so mad at Sammy already. <laughs> I was just about to talk about Jess and Sammy. Funny. Jess says that she has woken up and now feels a bit different about the situation with Sammy and how he's kissed two girls while he was in Casa... And how in the outside world, she was like, you know, if that happened, he would be blocked. She's talking to some of the girls about this. And she now feels again like she is competing with another girl for Sammy's attention. And why does she feel that way? Because she is. Because that's exactly again, what's happening. She finds herself in yet another triangle with Sammy where she has to wait until he is done exploring to like be settled in their couple like they have never really been settled in their couple because the second somebody comes in he needs to explore it right and she needs to wait 
Meanwhile, she wanted to get to know Mitch, which again was a bit of a ploy. Sure. But let's say it wasn't. It wasn't. Ugh. But let's say it was. Oh, I don't want to live in that world. <laughs> he, like, was going to cut it off. He right. wasn't going to give her time. Mm-mm. No way. Because... And granted, at the time, we were kind of in favor of that because we could, like, it was so obvious to us that she was like, she was trying to play tit for tat a little bit, mm-hmm. and it backfired. And by the way, get used to hearing that tit for tat. Cause... Yeah, we're gonna get some tits and some tats. Leave the tats. I just want the tits. <laughs> you know, Love Island used to show tits. And man, I wish I was around for that. It's on Hulu. No, it'll... you can still see them. No, I can't. Season it's one. Not Hannah's tits. Who's Hannah? Is she hot? Mm, yeah. Maybe I will. Big, big, big fake ones don't move. They don't move. <laughs> they don't move at all. Little. Not much. All right. Well, we should stop talking about them. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> huh. <laughs> we see Ty talk to Uzi. Ty ask, U- asks Uzi how he feels. Yeah, I liked I He caught himself. <laughs> and it, it's so funny because when he interacts with guys, he's like a, he's like a very reasonable guy. <laughs> and that's kind of an issue. The fact that he can't have the same interaction with women that he can with guys. But he was like, yeah, here's how I feel. And you're probably feeling like, well, actually, how are you feeling? Mm-hmm. And I, I like that he caught himself and was like, I'm not going to speak for you. You're here. I want. I actually value your input in this conversation, which is unfortunately refreshing to hear from him. I don't know if he values his opinion or his feelings so much as he wants to know if the things that happened in Casa were maybe deeper than Ella's been leading it to be or whatever. And Uzi does say that it's been confusing, and he says he knows it must be hard for Tyreek because he doesn't know what happened in Casa. And he does say that if Ella had said to him on that first day in Casa that she was closed off, obviously it would have been done. And Uzi says that he does not know why someone would say that they were open and then kind of backslide or act the way that she has. But he's like, you know... Maybe she just wanted to see you react the way you did. I don't know. And that's the thing, too. Because <laughs> with all of the interactions that they were having in Casa, mm-hmm. it wasn't like, damn, I bet he's sleeping with a bunch of girls. It was very much about her and Uzi, right? Yeah, it was very much like, I can't believe Uzi is here and like if I hadn't come here, like we might've dated and Mm -hmm. like, I don't know if I can ignore this connection. And I mean, there were like, there were chats between her and the girls where, you know, and all the girls are like, he's definitely fucking. Yeah. Like, I don't think that the girls helped and it's not their fault. Ella has her own mind, Mm -hmm. but I do think the reason that she bought into it as much as she did was because she had feelings for Uzi there. Right. And Uzi treated her the way that she wanted to be treated by Ty because she's like, Uzi, she's like, I like the fact that you're for me. You're not interested in anybody else. You came here and your attention is on me. Right. Which is like, hey, maybe then stick with it. Because <laughs> at the end of she the day, can't. I think it would have been a better relationship. I agree. And Ty kind of deserved to be left there. Imagine how much it would have driven Ty crazy if she came back, owned her thing with Uzi, was like, this is my couple now, 
and he tried to be cruel. He tried to flirt with Katie and it just didn't elicit a reaction from her. He mm-hmm. would have got he might have actually done what you kept thinking people were going to do and he might have gone home. <laughs> Which, by the way, everyone remember Brendan from last episode? What did I do? What saying that do? you what thought people <laughs> were saying that you thought Katie or Tyreek were going to go home. Oh, the end right. Of this week. Yeah, that was old. That was his problem, though. It's not my problem. <laughs> Next, we see a chat between Sammy and Jess. And Jess says, I know that you were in a different situation than everyone else because you were single. But she's like, I don't think you realize what we have. And, you know, it makes me wonder if we were out in the real world together, if you would make the same choices. And Jess says, it should not take you having to kiss everybody to figure out how you feel. It's not okay. He apologizes, but he says, you know, at the same time, I had to do what I had to do. He apologized for making her feel that way. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't apologize for what he's done because he really, he really, fe- I cannot understand Sammy's brain. He really feels like it's what he has to do. I do believe that he thinks that. He has to kiss girls. <laughs> he has to because how else will he know? Anything. I don't know. I'm so confused by it. Yeah. It's it's that cum brain. He's built different. You know what I mean? Big gold cum brain. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to cut that. And that's going to be on the soundboard. <laughs> Big old cum brain. And then Katie gets a text. And all of our single islanders, Tyreek, Scott, Jess, and Katie, get to go out on a date night together with cocktails. And then fun. fun. And then it's nighttime. And first we get a chat with Leanne Montel. And Leah says that she just wants Montel to tell her how it is and to be genuine. And she just does not want to hear him saying he did something because of somebody else telling him to or making him feel like he should. And then he goes, okay, I won't do that. So when people are putting (laughs) things in my head and she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Ridiculous. He says all he can do is learn from this and he doesn't want to lose her and that he's sorry. And he gives her the biggest freaking puppy dog face I've ever seen. (laughs) He literally looked like a baby. Yeah. He says he wants it to get back to the way it was. And Leah is, Leah has an excellent poker face mm-hmm. like i've never seen before he literally looked like a kid that just said i froze up i froze up so i was like does she forgive him is she okay with this i honestly don't know Who's i think she's say? okay enough so next we see the singles on their date and they just go to like what looks like right outside of the villa, like in the front yard or something. It literally looks like when a restaurant has like a back parking spot next to a dumpster <laughs> and they put like two chairs and tables out there in the summer and they're like, it's a patio. And some lights. Yeah. Yeah. look kind of shitty. So, and they all have a little mojito and they kind of like check in with each other to see where they're at. Katie says that she's not bitter, but she feels like she was mugged off a bit in a situation with Zach. And part of me gets why she feels that way, but she, like, did dump Molly to get Zach. (laughs) So it's not like there was a situation where Zach, like, chose her and now he's backsliding. Right. Um, And I don't like Zach in the slightest. (laughs) You said something so funny earlier. (laughs) Oh, oh, yeah. You don't want to say it? I'll say it. (laughs) 
like licked her tit or whatever. We should cut this out now. I'm a, now. I feel like we should. I'm sorry. I made you say it. <laughs> but I'm not a fan of Zach in the first place at all. But I still like. I part of me still for some reason understands why she feels mugged off. I just feel bad that. You know, it's my thing. I feel bad that she's there on her own, not included in any couple at all. Yeah, she should have left. <laughs> you just wanted to be right. Would have saved me 20 bucks, goddammit. <laughs> uh, Scott says it's been a weird few days. He isn't getting back into a triangle. And Jess tells him to not give up completely because he doesn't know if they have an actual connection there. Which was interesting. Of her to say. Yeah. Because I don't believe she feels that way. Yeah, and I don't think like, it's good advice. <laughs> there's a lot of like conflicting advice from everyone. Yeah. When like, especially with, uh, with Ella, like mm-hmm. there'd be a conversation with Ella, Catherine and Whitney and mm-hmm. Whitney would be like, you just got to move on. And mm-hmm. talking over her would be Catherine being like, don't give up. <laughs> What the fuck was that? That was my Scottish. That was Jamaican. Was it? Yeah. (laughs) Do it. Do it. Get. (laughs) Don't bother. Tomorrow night. (laughs) Okay, stop. 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 You're going to ruin everything. (laughs) Um, Tyreek just looks sad at the first part of this date. He just sits there kind of looking sad. Jess says that she is good and that she's loyal. So she's not. She doesn't seem to be sweating anything at yeah, this point. Yeah, she's like, I don't, sh- I shouldn't be here. <laughs> I'm not single. And then back at the villa, we see a chat between Amber, Amber and Sammy. I almost called them Amy and Samber. I have such an issue with. These oh, I love names. Amy Samber. That was the guy from <laughs> SNL, right? From, Bro- did... from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> they just, I don't like watching them talk because Sammy. Honestly, with anyone but Jess, any girl but Jess, doesn't have anything to say. Yeah, he it's has... almost like Jess is the best part of, of their them talking. Yeah, he, she's the best part of their relationship, like her banter. Like, she banters to bring conversation out of him that he's not capable of having without her. Right. Um, Because Amber and Sammy just kind of, like, giggle at each other and talk through their teeth about being in a couple and... This and that, and just like, oh, the the past few days, you've been kind of quiet. And he's like, oh, I've been kind of quiet, huh? And she's like, yeah, you've been kind of quiet. And they just do that. And it's like, he's just not capable of having a conversation with anyone besides her. Yeah. I it's don't so know, pitiful. Man. I don't know what she sees in him. I don't know. I don't know what Jess sees What I in him. see in this show. Oh, Brendan. Not this show. That show. Still, Brendan, that show is this show. <laughs> no. Yes. This show is us hanging out and talking no. shit in the villa. We would not be doing this. I would not be hanging out with you. <laughs> that's, that's not true. <laughs> We'd be garage sailing. That's true. We would be. It is a Friday. <laughs> um, so then we go back to the singles chat. And Ty says that besides Ella, he's the most attracted to Katie. And now he is single and it's a whole different ball game. And Katie admits that Ty is her type. Um, And she also does say that Scott is kind of as well. And at one point, they're like, Scott, what are you feeling? And he's like, oh, you know, I kind of want to chat to Katie. And Tyreek's like, hey, (laughs) back off. This is my petty thing now. (laughs) (laughs) And it just got really weird because the other two, well, everyone but Ty was like, hey, 
this feels fake and forced and kind of <laughs> annoying that you're doing this. Yeah. Katie was like, okay, I don't like this. And she's not into it at all. No. At first. At well, I think she's appreciating the attention, though, because she really hasn't gotten much since she walked in and she was, oh, my God, it's Katie McDermott. Mm-hmm. Since then, she hasn't got like a ton of attention from the boys so while i think she can see through ty i do think she kind of appreciates like getting a little bit of the attention right which i don't even blame her for considering the position that she's been in so there's no shade to saying that uh the singles come back to the villa and the girls and the boys sit separately to have a chat about the dates on the boys side ty says that he's getting back in the saddle and chatting to katie on the girls side Ella asks Jess and Katie what Ty was saying on the date. That's the only thing she cares about. They say they say that his ego is very much hurt and that time is a healer. Katie does not tell Ella about how Ty wants to chat to her. And while I like I just said, part of me is pretty sure that Katie can see the situation with Ty for what it is and knows that anything that happened with them would be like a rebound situation. I I think like maybe she should have said something to Ella, but I mean, probably not in this whole group thing, but I think she should have like maybe warned her yeah, that he was but... going to go that route to try to hurt her. Cause it's obvious, but I also don't think that if only to avoid the issue of Ella and Tyreek having a fight right in front of everyone the next <laughs> <Right>. day. <laughs> no, I think maybe she thought that it wouldn't go as far as it did. Yeah. Not that it went that far, but like that he wouldn't continue it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So the next chat we see, Ty grabs Katie, makes sure to do it in a place that Ella's nearby also, of course. Katie says that she's not getting in a triangle or getting into a situation with him just to like watch him get back with Ella. He's like, you know, I fancy you, you fancy me, we're single. Like he just tries to like lay it out as like, it's so simple. How can you not see this, Katie? <laughs> and this is where I start hating him again because she's like, "Hey, literally, don't use me to make her jealous." Uh-huh. I'm and not he's interested like, in it. And he's like, "Okay, I hear you, but I'm going to." Because just under, you know, like the whole we're That's attractive, it. we're young, we're mm-hmm. single. Why not? I'm single. I'm single. By the way, because Ella made me single. He right. says that a lot. You made me single. He's like, you're making me do this. Right, yeah. <laughs> Next, we see Scott grab Catherine to chat. And he says that he doesn't want their chats to be like it was last time. And he is like, I think he's like thinking at this point that there's something to save. Catherine is done at this point already. She knows. She doesn't even look like she wants to sit and talk to him or look at him. But he's like, you know... I want to know what happened in Casa because like last time she was like, you don't even understand like my choices or like why I did what I did. So he's like, okay, I want to know what happened in Casa. Like, tell me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I met someone and I felt a connection and I wanted to explore it more. And she's like, I don't want to ignore that our situation wasn't as perfect as, you know, you're making it seem. And I don't know that he's making it seem perfect, but... Yeah, and also, you were into it until you left. Yeah, I didn't 
I don't know, but I do appreciate the fact that at this point, Catherine is owning her situation. Right. Yeah. I think that is so great. And I'm not sure because it seems very obvious to me, even at this point, that Catherine is like owning it. And like, this is her like, this is her new couple. And that's what she's going to stick with. So I'm kind of not sure what Scott is trying to get out of it. But it doesn't seem like he wants to like necessarily give up. And she says, listen, if it was meant to be, it would have been. And I'm just glad she's not yelling at him anymore. So I'm like kind of okay with her with this. And Scott says he does not feel as though either of them are understanding each other's sides. I think that's probably true. Yeah. And it's just so it's like such a switch up from like the insecure, like cares about what everyone thinks about her. Like cries when someone she's not even a couple with says something a little offhand. No. To to now battle hardened. I don't care how you feel. I guess it's the same side. There's different sides of the same coin. Yeah. Uh, but it's just she weird. Feels, she feels pretty safe with Elam. I think part of her didn't ever feel safe with Scott in the way that he was never going to turn his head or, you know, like get to know other bombs coming in. Yeah. She seems to feel like Elam is absolutely not going to do that. Maybe he said that. I don't know. And I, it's just like, I don't know how you trust a Casa boy like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I, I mean? No, I know. Like, it's so funny because I was thinking about this. All of the bombshell boys and like OG boys mm-hmm. always are very much so like, I'm here to play the field, blah, blah, blah. And then always the Casa boys are the more mature ones who's all about one girl. Oh, yeah. And I think that's definitely calculated. By design. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Imagine if they just brought those Casa boys in at the start. It would be a boring show. <laughs> yeah. It would absolutely. just be like a dating show. Like, I love Lockin, but he didn't need to be here from the... Actually, I kind of wish he had gotten there earlier. I needed yeah. more time with him and Whitney. Mm-hmm. But... You know, someone like, oh, no, because even if Uzi had been, okay, I take it all back. <laughs> right. Talking myself right out of it. Um, and Catherine goes to talk to Alum after this, and she says that she just had a very frustrating conversation with Scott and that she is happy with her choice and that they both know they are not going back. I don't think necessarily Scott knows at this point. Mm-hmm. Like him saying, I don't think either of us are understanding each other's side. I don't think he's understanding from her how done she is and how much she's moved on. Right. It's very obvious to us as the audience, but maybe not to him because he's emotionally involved in it. And Elam says it feels good to be there with her and they kiss and it is loud and there's like a lot of tongue and like it was like tongue first. And I just can't. Do people enjoy being kissed that way? I... Can I don't get it. His tongue was out of his you? mouth before his mouth was touching her. I know. That's but so, weird. But to be honest, so was hers. So maybe it's fine. It's like you're not supposed to press flats. Maybe. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? You're yeah. not supposed to slap ham in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I've been kissing wrong all this time, though. You know? Maybe. Next, we see Ella chat with Uzi. And he asks where her head is at, and she says she doesn't want to say anything she's going to regret, but she does not regret <laughs> anything, and then she is glad she brought him back. <laughs> it's like, you do, though, is the problem. <laughs> you definitely regret it. Yeah. She says she doesn't know where her head is at, and then she asks 
a stupid question. She asks a stupid question. She asks Uzi, what is your ideal outcome? And he's like, it would be like, what the fuck do you mean? (laughs) If we worked, why would you ask me a question knowing you are not like, you know, the answer because you know why I'm here because I pursued you and only you knowing that you might have had a situation. Right. And I came back here with you. What do you think my ideal situation is? He says it's for you and me to work out mm-hmm. like it for if we really did work, that would be my ideal situation. Which again, is just a silly question because she is not willing to give him. I that. think she just wanted to hear it, which is like kind of <laughs> shitty. Yeah. Next, the bright spot. Yay. <laughs> we see a lock in a Whitney chat. And he says that he's enjoying being there and getting to know her so far. He asks what uh, she thinks her mom would say about him. She's like, she would say you're a good person. They're so cheeky and cute together. They like joke and laugh like very easily. Mm -hmm. And it was such a nice change of pace just to see them talk with like all of these like heavy, emotional, dramatic conversations. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. I think she does need to give him some more, though, a little bit of just, like, verbal reassurance. Definitely. But also, we've barely seen them, these Mm -hmm. two episodes. Um, And listen, I get there's a lot of drama going on with everyone else. But I want to see this relationship build because if they are not in the top three, I will lose my mind. I know. Who who else at this point? It's just like I, I he was saying, like, hey, I know I know you can play coy with me because I can see through it. Mm-hmm. But like eventually that gets tiresome and you just want to hear it. Yeah. So hopefully he's, and I think she'll get there. Yeah, and I think he's patient enough and mm-hmm. understanding enough of like the situation that they're in. Yeah, hundred percent. That hopefully he'll give her some space for that and they have a little nice kiss afterwards. And it's so much better than her weird kisses with Maddie. It's so much mm-hmm. better. Ugh. Remember Maddie? I do. Weird. I do. I follow him on Instagram, so I see him a lot. But his old Instagram face is not back. Dang. <laughs> I just want to say that. <laughs> Next, we see a chat between Ella and Tyreek again. Ella asks if he is on some petty shit. And he says that he is flirting. You know, he says that he's kind of doing what he wants. He tells her, how dare you sit me down and ask me what I'm doing? He says, I'm doing whatever I want because I'm single now. Because of you. (laughs) He admits that she has hurt his ego and his pride and his feelings. And he says that he needs time. Imagine if he just said that instead of the other stuff. Yeah, instead of using (laughs) Katie as a fucking flashlight. Yeah. But she does really think it's an an argument and, like, something that she should say that, like, she didn't do it. Like, she didn't hurt him on purpose. Because, like, I don't think he thinks that she did. I don't think like saying it wasn't on purpose. I didn't do it on purpose. Like I wasn't doing this to you. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't think it's a good argument. I don't think it's a productive argument. Yeah. He says if you want to go back to how things were straight off that is not happening. <sighs> it will. <laughs> well spoiler alert. <laughs> it will. At bedtime Ella tells Ty that she misses him. They're in the hallway And he kind of, like, looks her up and down, and she, like, leans into him, like, to go for a hug or a kiss. I'm not sure. And he kind of puts his arm up, not to really, like, push her away so much, but to, like, put distance between them. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you're still chatting to him. And he does say, like, afterwards, so, like, I do miss you, though. Mm -hmm. But he's, like, 
you dead it. He's like, talk to him tomorrow morning or it's done. Yeah. And then Ella says that she's going to go sleep outside and that she needs space. And she's kind of like explaining it to Uzi. And he's like, no, no, it's fine. Please don't. Please don't talk to me right now. He wasn't like that. He was like very like, I know. Yeah. No, he wasn't like saying don't talk to me. But he was like, it's fine. It's fine. I get it. I know what you're doing. Right. Yeah. So that's the end of episode 32. And then we get into 33, which opens the next morning. All of the Islanders in the bedroom. Um, and the first chat we see, also, we don't get any debriefs, which you mentioned, and yeah, I actually didn't weird. notice at first. Just straight into it. It's crazy. So first we see Ty and Katie chat, and Ella thought that he was talking to her, which was kind of funny, kind yeah, of embarrassing. Like, Katie, you want to chat? And Ella goes, me? And he goes, no, Katie. He goes, she goes, oh, okay, do you want your coffee? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Um, he says his head is still a bit scrambled, but he's in a better mood today. Ty's like, you know, Ella made me iced coffee. She slept on the day bed. Like, so she's trying all these things. And Katie makes a note of the fact that Tyreek is doing things to wind up Ella. And she says, you know, I have feelings too. And she's the one who is going to like, look like the bad guy and get the heat from Ella. He's like, cool. I'm still going to do it though. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that's okay. <laughs> He's like, actually, nothing could stop me from this plan. So it doesn't really matter if you're in or not. <laughs> the next we see Ellen Uzi chat and he asks how she's feeling. And she says that, you know, they were getting on well in Casa and that it was something she wanted to explore. But coming back and seeing Ty standing there alone has really taken away all of her doubts about him. She says again <clears throat> that she has no regrets but it's so, so How do you not have clear. any regrets? <laughs> it's so clear that she does. And Uzi said he could see pretty much immediately when he walked in, like, the ten- the connection that her and Ty have. So, very obvious to all. Then we see a chat with Jess and Sammy. And she asks, like, are we moving forward now or what? And she asks if he's 100%. And he's like, well, not 100%. And Jess asks if she if he sees his head turning towards Amber and he says no. And Jess, understandably, <laughs> is like so, so fucking over being in a triangle with Sammy and him not choosing her over other girls that come in. And he asks for more time, which is so fucking annoying. Yeah, it was like I don't know how he doesn't understand the corner he's talking himself he's into. a fucking idiot sammy is an absolute moron yeah he's the dumbest boy alive he is so dumb he because she's like okay are you for me no do you like not her? all the way do you like her more than me no do you think you could no okay then why aren't you for me i just need time the fuck was that i mean? don't get him oh just makes me want to like kick my legs. Yeah, it's giving you RLS. It. Yeah, yeah, it is. And then we see uh, Tyreek and Katie sitting next to Mitch and Abby on a beanbag, and the way they are sitting is that like Mitch and Tyreek are sitting on the beanbags, and between their legs um, are the girls like mm-hmm. sitting with their backs to them, uh, and Tyreek is like just really kind of laying it on thick. He's like playing with Katie's hair. Has he ever played with anyone's hair before? <laughs> no, it was so 
so weird. It was, was ki- it was kind of like uh, of mice and men kind of. <laughs> oh no! I was like, just be careful with her neck around her neck, maybe. <laughs> oh my god! It's just like grabbing a lot of it. Yeah, and like kind of like, like flipping it flipping about, it and sc- just scrunching a handful of it. It was so weird. Yeah, it was really awkward. <clears throat> and Catherine and um ella come out and like see this and like walk right by it and they're just like fuming fuming and after they kind of like walk by and they go like sit at the fire pit and they're just like watching and ella's just getting worked up just seeing it and katie tells ty that she can see what he's doing and she moves she gets out from in between his legs and like Mm -hmm. goes to sit behind him but he continues to play with her hair and just like compliment her and be like you're so pretty and your eyes are so nice and ella can now take no more (laughs) Mm -hmm. and she walks over and she asks if like this is a thing now and katie's like he's just being flirty and he's like it might be a thing it might not and she calls him petty and katie tries to tell her she's like listen i just told him like that i'm not gonna be a pawn and she's like well you're acting like a pawn and they're like katie don't Katie, stop talking. Also, <laughs> yeah. Ella, stop looking at Katie. Yeah. And the thing is, I don't even know if Ella would have continued to say anything to Katie if Katie wasn't like, listen, I just told him and I'm not yeah. doing anything. About I just want to be like, Katie, listen, this is not your fight. Katie, just go in the pool. <laughs> Swim laps. Katie. Um, and then Ty and Ella just yell the same things <clears throat> at each other. I can do what I want. I'm single versus you're just doing you're just being petty. You're tip just doing tat, things. Tip for tat. Yeah. They just yell that at each other a little bit until they get tired of it and Ella walks away. Mm-hmm. And then Catherine and Whitney decide to call Tyreek over. And this whole time I'm like, Whitney, go take a lap. <laughs> Let, or Sorry, Catherine, go take a lap. Whitney, <laughs> Whitney, Whitney you can it. talk. And the worst part about Catherine is that she says like conflicting things that Whitney is saying and she's talking over Whitney. Yeah. Whitney could have done this with her hands tied behind her back. I know. She could have solved it. So Tyreek starts by explaining to them that they were, him and Ella were closed off. He has to do this. Yeah, he must. He kept on saying have to. (laughs) They both tell him that it's childish and that they, him and Ella do not need to be disrespectful towards each other and that they need to move on from this. They both look stupid and I agree. Uh, They say... Ty, you need to move on. He says he doesn't want to yet. <laughs> I think they say, don't you want to move on? And he's like, not yet. He says, yes, but not yet. <laughs> Jesus. And then Whitney, I love her so much, tells him that he needs to listen to his tattoos. <laughs> yeah. Don't let the hard times humble you. What does that say? Time is now. <laughs> I was like, yes, Whit. Yes. And-, and it works, by the way. <laughs> He's like, fuck, I can't like get my I can't get out of this. It's literally tattooed on me. It literally he's just like, damn, that's a good point. <laughs> I bet no one's ever used his own tattoos against him before. <laughs> and then Wit says to go find Ella and just talk. And so he does. He goes and he uh chats to Ella. And Tyreek asks why she didn't just pull him rather than like just yelling at him in front of everyone and making a scene. And she's like, I just asked you a question. You were just reacting to me, which is, like, also not fair. Because, like, what did she expect to happen? Yeah. 
It's she always does this too when she starts a conversation. Yeah, that she pretends like she's completely guiltless in all of it. I just asked you a question. Yeah, and Ty says that was a good impression. Thank you. Oh my god, (laughs) it wasn't, but okay, thank you. Um, Ty says, you know, like if it is a thing or if it isn't a thing with Katie and I, why does that matter? And Ella's like, we have both said about like what we want like that we want each other again so like what's in the way Tyreek says that she made him single so he is doing what he wants because he is single because of her okay but like get over it dude (laughs) I I don't care anymore I know I don't care anymore which is good because it's coming to an end good um although movie night will be a whole other thing but Ella says, just tell me what you want. And he says, I want you. And she's like, so then what's going on here? Yeah. And I had to ask you because he just kept talking. And I'm like, what is he saying? Is he answer? Has he answered her in any way? Not really. No. <laughs> he's I. He's basically just saying, like, I have to hurt you. I'm do- I have to hurt you back first and then like don't worry we'll get back together but i just have to hurt you first it's so ridiculous it's so crazy Mm -hmm. next we see sammy turning to amber and he asks what she is feeling and she says that she's fine but she doesn't want to be mugged off or pushed to the side because she still wants to get to know him and he says it's still not 100% Jess, so, like, he will get to know her. He does say that he has more feelings for her because they've, like, talked longer and, like, had more time together, um, but that he will still get to know Amber. And then we see Jess talking to Ella. They go up to the bedroom. Jess is getting kind of upset, and she explains that this whole time she's always been just for Sammy And she says, when I tried to get to know Mitch, there was a switch that was flipped and that like it just like it hasn't kind of gone back. She says she's not a jealous person, but like this is just getting like ridiculous. And And I agree. And Ella says, you can't have it both way, babes. She doesn't say that, but she does. You know what I mean? Yeah. She does at the end of the day. You can't have your cake and eat it too. That's not bad. Thank you. (laughs) And then it's nighttime. And we see, first off, Tyreek telling some of the boys that he believes in second chances, especially since she didn't kiss Uzi, or it would be a completely different story, clearly. And he says that he understands that she had doubts, and honestly, for good reason, pretty much. So it's crazy that he could say that and understand where she's coming from, but still act the way he does. Mm -hmm. He's so crazy. He's so on another level. It's no one's likable right now. <laughs> That's not true. When I say no one's likable, we all know I'm not talking about Whitney and Lockin. Yeah, good. Everyone else, right? We we get one conversation with those two. Also, Uzi. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, Ellen seems fine. Yeah, he's nothing. <laughs> um, and then we see a chat with Ella and Katie, and Ella says that she felt jealous earlier seeing. Tyreek and her flirting and Katie lets her know you know there's nothing there with her and Ty and she's single in here and she's kind of been feeling like a spare part which is like that was like a really sad thing to hear yeah a spare part is that is that hitting your hitting you in the the feeling bone yeah do you know what it like I don't know why but do you know what it like gives me an image of what 
like a toy, like missing an arm or something. Yeah. You remember in, what was it, Toy Story 2? Like all of the toys on like that top shelf yeah. that Andy didn't play with anymore because there was something wrong with them. Also, Toy Story 2 is the best Toy Story. Don't at me. I would never. I love that one. <laughs> That's the best one for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Did you think I was going to fight? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was, it wasn't really towards you. That was towards everyone listening. Mm, no. The second one is the best one for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we see Ty talk to Ella. And Tyreek says that he will never agree with her choice. And he doesn't fully understand it. And Ella says she knew when she came back and saw him that he felt the same way as her. And he says that everyone here knows how deeply I feel about you. And you're like the only one who doesn't know. Which is a weird thing because he doesn't really tell her. (laughs) But he does say that he believes in second chances. He doesn't want this. He doesn't want to do the tit for tat thing. I mean, he already did. Anymore. Right. (laughs) He got his tats. He got his tats. His tats were actually his downfall at the Mm -hmm. end of the day. Should have stuck with tits, babe. (laughs) Always should have stuck with tits. (laughs) He tells her that he has never felt this way about anyone and that he wants to move on from it and not think about it anymore. Which, again, on our next... Put a pin in that for our next episode, okay? I have a hard time thinking that he will not see... Uh, a scene on movie night and blow his fucking lid. Yeah, maybe he'll leave. <laughs> maybe. Maybe he'll leave after movie night. Maybe. And in some places, Monday is the start of the week, not Sunday. Okay. I just what said, is that? Oh. By the okay. end of, he'll leave by the end of the yeah, week. Yeah, but the episode won't go up until Monday. Not our episode. Yeah, our episode. Yeah, but he will still have left by the end of the week if Sunday is the seventh day. You know what? Thank sure. you. Thank you. <laughs> What if I said, you know what? No, I I would have drowned you up by saying thank you louder. (laughs) I would have edited it out. Um, Alice says that she can see that he's grown a lot since the beginning. Mm -hmm. And he says he is ready to take her back. Wow. What a blessing. What a weird 36 hours. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then we see another Scott and Catherine chat that was like so unnecessary, to be honest. Yeah, I kind of zoned it out. It was so, it was just unnecessary. It just was. Scott says that he regrets what he said after the fight that they had. Catherine says that she hears him, but the damage is done. Uh, And he says the emotion was from him missing her. She is like, listen, when I say something's done, it's done for me. There's no like going back. He says that he's just trying to get his emotions out. I kind of don't believe him. I think he was trying to see if there was anything still there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's like, thank you for telling me. But she doesn't care. She doesn't care. She doesn't, she doesn't care. apologize because she didn't think she did anything wrong. 100%. <sighs> she thinks even if she had done something wrong, the way that Scott reacted absolves her. Which is, by the way, the most mild <laughs> blow up in Love Island history. <laughs> Nearly. He, he, ba- he basically said, gosh darn it. It was <laughs> the gosh that, darn but... it of blow-ups. <laughs> it was mild, but... We see another Sammy and Amber chat. It's fucking... It's a nothing conversation. Again, the only things he talks about with other girls is just, like, 
either his couple with Jess or like possibly being in a couple with them or getting to know them Mm -hmm. and just saying that he's getting to know them, but like they're not actually knowing anything about each other. It's so frustrating. It was a useless fucking conversation. And then Jess grabs Sammy from Amber and she tells him that she does not want to be in the situation anymore. And I guess he thinks they're like kind of in like their jokey place. And he's like, shut up, Jess. And she's like, don't tell me to shut up. I'm sick of being in this situation with you and you would not put up with this three times the way that I have. Mm-hmm. And she says she just wants somebody that is all for her. And all while she's saying this, all he's doing is like, I just need more time. I just need more time. Just give me some time. And Jess is like, what the fuck do you need more time for? I'm scared of commitment. Duh. <laughs> And she tells him that she is not giving him any more time. Good. He doesn't have a fucking reason for it. He doesn't say he actually needs to do anything with that time. By his own admission, he doesn't like her that much in comparison to Jess, at least. And she knows that. Like, that's the frustrating thing is that Jess knows that Sammy doesn't like this girl that much. She knows that he has feelings for her that are deeper than, like, things that he's felt for these bombs that have come in. So she's like... Stop leading on this girl who is probably getting feelings for you. Who is 14. <laughs> she is a child. Um, and she's like, and also don't forget about me who also has feelings for you. <laughs> like, it's so, oh God, I was very proud of her in this chat, though. I will say I was very proud of Jess for just saying it. She shouldn't have had to. Like, it's shitty. It's so shitty that she had to. But I'm glad that she said it. Sammy talks with Tyreek next and he tells him about how the conversation went with him and Jess and Tyreek who is so much wiser now that he's back in a couple and everything is right in the world is just like listen Jess is all for you always has been just go fucking end this thing with this girl this he's is like what I'm ta- yes daddy <laughs> <laughs> this is what I was talking about earlier where it's just like when he's having a conversation with a man Mm-hmm. He's actually pretty level-headed and respectful, <laughs> and uh, and you know, it may, he makes sense. Yeah. But when he's talking to a woman, not so much. Why does Tyreek, after Jess just yelled at him, why does it have to be Tyreek who tells him to go end it? And he's like, okay. I don't know. Only because you asked so nicely. He's like, I don't even know why you kissed her in the first place. <laughs> 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 the audacity. Do you imagine? so sammy grabs amber again because he is not one to get told something by tyreek and not do it Mm -mm. right away (laughs) and he tells her that where he's at with jess now is just like what he needs to do amber says it's fine she could tell where the conversation was going and i mean it stinks she's a child and that sucks and she was brought there and she shouldn't have been but she's like that's fine no, I get it. <laughs> it's fine. I knew it was coming. You don't have to. Okay, you're going to. Okay. <laughs> and then while this was all happening, we're like, who is Uzi going to chat with now? We're like, let him chat with Katie. Because at first we were like, oh, maybe he could chat with Amber. And then we're like, no, 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 no. He's 28. Am- she's 19. Absolutely not. Amber's seven and a half. <laughs> oh my God, she keeps getting younger. She's seven and three quarters. <laughs> three quarters. <laughs> she's dismayed. <laughs> That's nine. No, this is seven. You had your other finger. Other finger. I got sweaty freaking palms, dude. It's fine. (laughs) 
Um, but we get to see Uzi and Katie chat just when we were like, that would be good. And it's just like a light, cute chat. Uh, they talk about the singles beds and sleeping alone. He asks her what one of her icks are. And she says, when boys can't walk in flip flops, which I don't think is a thing. I don't know do you, what she are means. Are boys like when you put <laughs> socks on a dog and they do this thing? I don't know. I didn't know what she meant. Um, Uzi lays it out a little bit thick. He tells Katie that he agrees with everything she says. It's so crazy. When you say something, I'm like, yeah, dude, I totally agree. With everything. Um, they talk about wanting kids. They both say they want kids. They couldn't be with somebody who didn't. So it was a cute little, like, establishing chat. I was glad to see both of them talk to somebody who seemed interested in hearing the other person. Mm -hmm. So I liked it. And it wasn't just like, you want to get to know each other? Yeah, we should get to know each other. Yeah, I don't think they even brought that up. You know what I mean? (laughs) No, No, but you do look good, though. (laughs) I love that from you. (laughs) I love it. It's so good. Yeah, they they didn't even. No, like, it's you look nice though. He does say good, uh, nice. Nah, but you do look nice. I lost it. <laughs> yes. I'm in Brooklyn there. <laughs> I was just hey, saying. you look so good. <laughs> you went a little New York there. <laughs> um, and then <laughs> Sammy grabs Jess, and he says that what they have together is too much to risk, and he says he cut off things with Amber, and. You laughed after she was like, okay, I didn't want to force you to do that. Because, like, obviously she did. But, like, you know she didn't want that. I think what Who she meant was wanted that? she didn't want to have to force. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But the way she phrased it, I thought she was trying to say, like, I'm glad you, you went about this on your own. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I guess... They're back on track and things are great now in Sammy and Jess land. And but I still just can't stand Sammy now. So little bastard, <laughs> little fucker. And then we were like, "Who's Amber going to chat with?" And then we're like, "Oh, maybe Scott." And then we see them sitting next to each other talking. We're like, "Oh, great, we're going to get a chat between them." It's not. They're just sitting next to each yeah. other. Amber's like, "I'm going to find someone else to talk to." That was literally <laughs> their chat. It's like, "Why wouldn't you chat with the only other actually single and open person Apparently, here?" Apparently, he's like actively repellent. <laughs> I know, that's what I'm saying. There's something we're not. Maybe it's because we Scott. don't have smell a vision. Yo, you think he actually smells? He smells shady. Like he looks like he would wrong. smell so good, like yeah, um, like clean. pine. Yeah, like a nice, like musky pine scent is how oh, okay. I feel like he would. I would, I would think like a linens. No, like no, he fresh. smells kind of like a man. You think? Like a musky. I just really see pine kind of man. I'm, I just really see pine. He's a tree. <laughs> He's a tree man. His name is Fangorn. <laughs> um, and in the middle of their quote unquote chat, Leah gets a text and the hideaway is open. And we called it. It was going to be Molly and Zach, who we forgot were even here. I hope they go in there and they lock it from the outside. <laughs> and of course, uh, Molly leaves looking hot. Her body is so fucking crazy. Like. It doesn't make any sense. Dare how I good say she looks. buck fucking? But what? Buck fucking. Oh, buck fucking. Yeah. yeah. Just, buck fucking wild. As long as you say buck fucking, you know. 
I mean, it is the hideaway. <laughs> and Zach looks like a fucking dweeb. He looks like a stupid dweeb. <laughs> he's just like tall and lanky and he's wearing like a shirt and like. Is he wearing a do-rag? I hope not. I couldn't remember. Is he trying to get waves? <laughs> I, he would be the type of white guy to try to get waves, yeah. to be fair. It's the Chet Hanks in him. I haven't called mm. him Chet Hanks in a while, but we should remind everyone he is Chet Hanks. He's Chet Hanks if you uh, grabbed him and stretched him out. Yeah. Chet Hanks looks tall. But he's definitely yeah, but Chet he's Hanks beefy. when he was in his, like, what was that era of Chet Hanks? You know the one. Yeah, the the you know the Boomba Club. <laughs> yeah, in, in that era. Yeah, pick up the island. <laughs> Why is that what Zach sounds like? That's what he sounds like. Yeah, <laughs> does kinda. he not? Mm-hmm. Shet Hanks pre steroids, I think. <laughs> yeah, and then um, it's bedtime, and we see Molly and Zach's hideaway time kind of they barely show they barely show us anything which is fine because they should have showed us more of her yeah we get to see her try on one outfit that she obviously looks hot in it's like a playboy bunny type of thing she's so fucking crazy um and then we see them in bed later and zach says he knows this is a competition but he really feels like he's already won well that's the end of the episode oh so i will Uh, yeah, and that's how we feeling right now. I that's how we. Feel. <laughs> I'm feeling <laughs> like that was how we should end every episode, and that's how we feeling right now. No, I didn't say that's how we feeling. Yes, you did. I said that's, and then I started a new. <laughs> I started it a new. Matter. I said that's dot dot dot. How we feeling? And then right a new now. sentence. How we feeling right now? <laughs> there was no question mark. My name's Brendan McGurk. Your name's Sarah, and that's how we feeling <laughs> right now. <laughs> Let's do favorite boy and favorite girl, and I get to go first because no. you did last time. Is that? I feel like you say Are that you, every you, episode. <laughs> You ran to say Lockin' and Whitney last time. Okay, fine, you go. I'm saying Lockin' and Whitney. Okay, I'm going to go Jess. Okay, that's good. No, because you said you, oh, you can't pick a boy and, and then the girl. That's, no, I said you, how we've always done it is that one person says their favorite boy and their favorite girl. Jess and Uzi. Fine. And that's how we feel it. <laughs> that's the end of uh, week five, part two. Mm-hmm. And we'll see y'all for movie night. We'll see y'all for movie night, I'll which is going to be, popcorn. again, its own episode. See you and night. then, honestly, probably to the slums of the season. This well, is this after movie night is where it kind of starts to be feeling slow. But what is it? It's only six weeks. Is that correct? Girl, I can never remember. I think it's seven. Um, I think it was like six and a half or something last time. I don't know. I think mm. we were into the seventh week. But we will get probably another late bomb or two here. Yeah, they, they always feel so hollow, though. But like, we've got so many do? people. The they have got to get to chopping, mm-hmm. baby. Yeah, or they can leave. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe two of them. Mm-hmm. Named Katie and Ty can leave, and then you will owe me a hundred thousand dollars. 
how come you only lost 20 bucks on the bet, apparently? Because that was if... the odds. You gave me those good odds. <laughs> when? It was, it was 500 to 1 odds. It wasn't on the recording. Uh, not this recording. <laughs> right. Anyways. Anyways, follow us on Instagram at uh, Not Friendship Island Pod. Uh, leave us a rating and a review wherever you listen. Um, but preferably Apple, thanks. Yeah, that helps us. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. We will see you Sunday. Four episodes this week. We did. What do you guys think of that? Oh, Tell us, DM us if you're God. still listening somehow. It, it, fuck, that's crazy. <laughs> that's so weird of you. Did you like four episodes? <laughs> do you prefer two episodes? What about three or five? Do you want to hear us every day? I'm just kidding. That's, that's not, not going to happen. That's not going to happen. <laughs> Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>